Strap in. It's time for the extra point. Auburn's best sports talk radio show. Auburn's only sports talk TV show. Uh, he better count basketball wins. Your three-time nationally nominated sports show. Oh yeah. And they signed Cody, Cody Parkey. Parkey. SEC champion Cody Parkey. I picked Pitt, and I was right. Your three-time nationally nominated sports show. The guys give you the latest. Penn State by a million. Thank you. Trade. John Gruden cried after he traded Khalil Mack, and now he's dancing in the locker room, <laughs> saying he wished he had a disco. Call in at 334-844-9345 to join the debate. My boy got it all oh, locked. you were saying 1,800 yards in this game. I was like, Jared. The X's and O's begin now on Eagle Eye TV and WEGO Radio. The Extra Point, presented by WEGO Sports, where every game lives. And welcome into another edition of the Extra Point here on WEGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon joining me in the studio is Alex Houston, Davis Carroll, and Jacob Hillman. Alex, we will start with you. How are you doing on this fine Tuesday February 11th. I'm doing pretty good. I'm thankful that the rain quit. If it was still raining like it was last night this morning, I mean, I still would have tried to make it, but I make no guarantees on that. So thankfully the rain stopped for a brief time. However, I got a bad feeling it's going to pick up again later. So You're looking really spiffy today. <laughs> you told me that you have a speech. What are you comparing yourself to? <laughs> say it. Say it. Of course I'll say, say it. it. I'm comparing myself to a VHS player. I also own one, so I'm an expert on this topic. Easily so. broken. You own a VHS Easily. player? Is it because yes, you I have do. to watch the Redskins Super Bowls on the yes. VHS player? Actually, I, mean, I how else is he going to watch it? DVD? <laughs> no. I mean, that that is that is a good point. I should have made that point. Though I, I did make a point that my favorite sports team was only successful 40 years ago. There so, that, But yeah, I think I'm probably the one of like maybe four college students at Auburn's campus that actually have one. So, I Wow, mean, congrats. That's a big accomplishment. No, no, it, it isn't. It's just, I mean... Honestly, when you think about it, it's really depressing. No, yeah, absolutely. Davis, how about you? How you doing today? I'm not comparing myself to a VHS player, so pretty good. And Jacob Hillman. Jacob, <laughs> how are you doing today? <laughs> Simple. Doing well. Tired, but ready to try to survive today, and then we can get into a full week of Auburn sports. So Wednesday through Sunday is going to be insane. It's going to be... Just an Auburn sports extravaganza, I guess. It's going to be, oh, you say, you use the word extravaganza. I don't know if I'll use that word, but it's going to be something. <clears throat> I'm getting choked up thinking about Auburn sports again. I oh, mean, we're, okay, we're getting into that moment where, you know, Auburn basketball, women's basketball, baseball, softball, that mosh pit of sports are all happening at the same time. And I, rem- I, I remember a year, a year ago coming in here on Tuesday for midweek baseball and yeah. I mean, it's not. I mean, not. It's not just those three sports this weekend. You got everything. I mean, like it's it's nuts this weekend. Like this Saturday, Friday gymnastics. Don't forget about yeah. gymnastics. Friday or Saturday, you got equestrian. Go watch number one team. Go get a Bobby bobblehead. More, more, it's more of a Bobby. It's a bobble tail. The tail's mm. on the spring. That's bold. Fair. I'm not gonna be here. You Where should you be. be. Swanee. Yeah. So why are you going to Swanee for? I got invited to go to a formal. Oh, look at you. Thank you. Thank you got yourself a date? I mean, it's more like a friend thing, but. Oh. Oh. 
I mean, Swanee's up in the mountains. I get to go hiking. Davis, so I'm Davis, not really Davis complaining. Davis thinking he can if he puts himself in the friend zone, he can't be put in the friend zone. I mean, it is. I, I, mean, I hey, you gotta play that zone defense. <laughs> look, it's it. Look, Friday's coming up. We can all be each other's Valentines. Okay. <laughs> Actually, Alex, I don't like you. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was about to say, I, fi- I figured not, Jared. Right. We'll have a Valentine's special and you're not invited. Ah, uh, it's tough. Thank you, thank you for tuning in to the Extra Point. <laughs> Let me compose myself. Thank you for tuning to the Extra Point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. If you want to call in, you can at 334-844-9345 to join the show and talk sports with us. Or you can ask a question in our live stream on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, or YouTube. It'll come through here on the studio and we will answer your questions on uh, on the show. Uh, not only that, but we have some surprising news coming into the studio early this morning that we know about, but not everybody else knows about because we haven't made it publicly known. But we will after we open up every show, and that is with the fast break. Step back. Kiss myself, Neil Funk. Woo! Wake up. It's the fast break. Your top stories this morning. Your top stories for Tuesday, February 11th on Monday. Former Major League pitcher Mike Bolsinger entered the mix with a potential pre- uh, precedent-setting civil lawsuit. Uh, Bolsinger, who last pitched for the Toronto Blue Jays on August 4, 2017 in Houston, when the Astros tagged him for four runs, four hits, and three walks in one-third of an inning, the Astros won 16-7 and ended up being his last appearance in the majors as he was demoted by Toronto the following day, saying that the cheating scandal hurt his professional career. MLB is also mulling a change to its postseason format, including expanding the number of teams from 10 to 14 and adding a, get this, a reality TV-type format to determine which team plays each other in expanded wildcard round, sources told ESPN. So it goes like this, the division winner with the second best record was select as wildcard opponent for the three wildcard winners not hosting a series. The division winner with the worst record would then choose its opponent from the remaining two wildcard teams, and the final matchup would pit the wildcard winner with the best record against the wildcard team not yet chosen. Yeah, it sounds actual, like, bad. Philip Rivers will enter the free agency pool this offseason, ending his 16-year run with the LA Chargers. Also, quarterback news, Taysom Hill says he believes he can be the New Orleans Saints starting quarterback of the future when he said that I definitely view myself as a franchise quarterback to the Associated Press. For the first time since being traded away last summer, Andre Iguodala faced off against the Golden State Warriors Monday at the Chase Center. He spent six seasons with the Warriors winning three NBA championships and the 2015 Finals MVP. He was plus 25 in 17 minutes despite only scoring two points. And former Charlotte forward Michael K. Gilchrist has agreed to sign with the Dallas Mavericks, sources told ESPN on Monday. And preseason number one Michigan's dropped out of the AP men's college basketball poll ranking on Monday. The first and only team to do that since the Kentucky Wildcats did it twice in 2013-2014. And that has been your fast break presented by WGL Sports, where every game lives. Very good, Jared. Thank you, thank you. 205. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into the show. So we can either open up with Auburn basketball and get your guys' thoughts on that, or we can open up on some different basketball and yes. announce some news that we are. Yes, that one. I was about to say, you did say you would do it after the fast break, so you'd be lying to the fans. Wait, can I just say something about your sentence before going into the fast break? What about it? Your intro to that was one of the most confusing sentences I've ever heard. I that, mean, have you listened to the show before? I was so lost with your segue into the fast break. The question is, when is Davis not lost? 
Well, when are people not lost listening to Jerry? That, that, you can that's the better VHS question. Player, yeah. It's, just, also, well, it's just a dynamic, I guess, what, between what, the two. What was the sentence? It was like, we have some news to give to you, and then some some fast break. I was like, everybody knows about the fast break, though. I think you missed like one word that you were supposed to say. We will like you were supposed to say we're gonna say it I, after the fast break, but I think you skipped over like two or three words and just said. I thought I thought I said I thought I said, <laughs> and we have to go back and listen to the tapes now. We're going to have some news, but first, let's open up every show like we always do, and that is with. You skipped but first. I don't think I did. I, I, don't, I, I don't trust you, but I believe you this I was time. confused. I, I was really confused. I think that's the only thing that messed it up. Because then, okay, we get it. It's 7 a.m. in the morning. I only have one, ear, <laughs> only have one earphone, so maybe it, that's why. We get it. I'm bad at speaking, which honestly probably isn't good for my current profession. I was about, yeah. to, I was about to say you might be in trouble, but. Can't read either. Ah, yeah, I can't read. I can't read either. I told them. Well, I told them when I went to grad school, I couldn't read. So they let you in. You must had something don't promising. You, don't you get those like seventy-page readings at night? You just don't do them. No comment. You just laugh. What are you laughing about? Um. No. So let's get into <laughs> let's get into some news that we have. So the extra point, which is a very very big group. Uh, going up near 11 people strong. Uh, currently, I mean, even more. We're taking people that formerly were on the show. I mean, we're pushing 12, 13, 14, 15 people. Can we get uh, Coach Jeff Grabe on the team? As the coach. I feel I feel like he, like, Wait, just you're go spoiling, like, you're spoiling yeah. something, Alex? Ah, uh, my bad. Gosh. They only got, like, three sentences in. <laughs> yeah, let, let Jared... Stumble through this. Yeah, my let, bad, my bad. Let, 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 me stumble, let me stumble through what I'm about to say. All right, here, here's the big surprise from the extra point. We are currently setting up a extra point all-star game that would pit your extra point personalities against each other because we keep all talking all this mad stuff in the group chat on the show and whatever. No, you keep talking all that mad stuff in the group chat. And now I certainly don't. And now it's time to put up or shut up. So what what happened last night is that we we formally put in a formal uh a, a formal we we began discussions on how to put this game together yesterday. It's going through all the right channels right now, and it's going to happen at some point. Hopefully, it's in the beginning of March. We still got to nail down a, a time and date. But uh, what's happening internally right now here inside of Weagle is that. We are voting on team captains for the extra point. So the top two team captains would get uh, to have their own team and they would draft their own roster, just like how the NBA All-Star game does it. So that went out internally to us here on the extra point into the rest of Weagle last night. Today, that goes out to everybody. That goes out on social media. That goes out on Twitter. That goes out on Facebook. That goes out on Instagram. right? And it's up to you guys to, in a sense, campaign for yourself. Because, yeah. So, right now, voting, I can already tell you that 78 votes are already in. Because it, it took off last night. And here's the thing. I don't know whether or not I should tell you guys who's winning right now. Or if I should wait until, like, certain days to, like, release who's in the lead. You can tell us at commercial breaks so the people uh, at home yeah. don't hear it. That could work. Jacob, what do you think? I guess you could just give a quick update to start. And then wait a few more days to give another update. I could do that. Like if, this is basically a wheel specific update because it's we're like, the only ones that have voted on it. And it's, then and then you can start doing an update on Monday and an update on Thursday. 
I could do that. It's like the all-star voting where they had the pre who won all-star votes and who was leading. Exactly. Well, when Alex Caruso like, and like, Taco Fall were in yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. He's Taco Fall captain. Based on the last time, look at this Google form. <laughs> <laughs> Currently, after all the voting, here will be the two team captains that will be facing off against one another. With the most votes, with 19, far and away in first place, is your boy. Hello. I'll no. be team captain. You, you voted for yourself 19 times, didn't you? Maybe. No. <laughs> and then coming in at second place, who will be team captain number two, would be WEGL's music director, JP Woods. Uh oh. That would be the current matchup right now. Interesting. If things hold. In third place, one vote behind JP would be Carter Bird. Ah. Yeah. I Big thought so. Bird. We got we to get Devin up there. And then I, I, I voted for Carter. Devin's Devin. not even top five. Really? Which is really Dang. surprising. Wait, what's the top five? Y'all, listen. Devin's a baller. I know. Straight up. He actually played in high school. So. So. Y'all, y'all do y'all when y'all vote, but it's Devin. Experience-wise, <laughs> so high school basketball, I guess, I guess Devin has it, the most. I guess, to be fair, it would be kind of best, which you're going to get the most votes. You're going to get Devin on your team if he's not the captain. Well, so make make Devin a captain, to, please. To to make it fair, because I see the unbalance, and I thought about this last night. We're probably gonna do a snake draft. Okay. So the second, so the person who gets the second pick will get second and third. The only two people, unless Alex or Davis does, that I know that have high school basketball experience is Devin and Bay Marks, and Bay got up to JV. I technically do. If you want to get technical, <laughs> if you want to get technical, well, you want to get, so I want to hear the technicality. I want to hear it. I was a oh manager for the team. Oh my gosh! But but I played with the team a lot, so okay. That's, that's something. I can hang. Did I you play the least amount of basketball. Like, I was about practices and team. stuff. No, I didn't run practice. I like played with them though. Just like randomly yeah. pick up. Okay. I beat I beat a five star in horse one time. Okay, Barry Dunning. Ooh, often recruit. Fair. So it would be myself. So currently is myself with nineteen votes. JP with 12 votes. Carter Bird with 11 votes. Jack Hart with 9. He's yeah. no, wait, Literally stop voting for Jack. Stop. <laughs> stop right there. And <laughs> you think you think that you, you don't vote for me either. That's you, a bad idea. You, you, and then in fifth place, I'll give top five every time. Fifth place, Javon Cutler with eight votes. Yeah, Javon. Javon. So that that is currently where it's at. I know each one of your votes individually because they're funny. Like zero, 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 zero. Jacob has one vote. Yeah. Alec, you have one vote. What? Man, I no. guarantee I'm going last. I have zero. Davis, you're the only person with zero votes. <laughs> See, they, they're <laughs> woo. They've been here for like five minutes. Thank you. The question becomes who voted for Alex? That, I have <laughs> Alex not, did. I did. I did not send this Google Doc to my mother, so I want to know who voted for me because I, I'm guessing I didn't. Oh, someone has a crush Valentine's Day. Uh oh. Hey, I have a feeling Bay voted for me. If you voted for me, oh, Bay might have voted for you. He's he has his Spanish with you. Ah, it's true. Does he? Okay. He's in my Spanish class. He's he's, he's been vouching for me to get on a team because like it's, I'm far and away the worst player on the team on in on the extra points. So. Uh, Jacob. Am I? No. I, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Uh. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna head we're gonna head to a quick commercial break and when we come back. We'll have more of the extra point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV.
And welcome back inside Extra Point here on WGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard and joining me in the studio is Alex Houston, Davis Carroll, and Jacob Hillman as we get into Auburn basketball. As we talked about it yesterday, but I want to get your guys' thoughts on the LSU game, if you survived. I mean, you're all here physically, but I mean, mentally, emotionally. No. Spiritually, no. It's gonna when 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 this when like these graduating classes like all of them just spontaneously die of heart problems at age forty. There's gonna be like, okay, what happened? It's like watching this Auburn sports is just continually shortening our life expectancy. I did not think you're going that way with it, but I I completely agree with them. I mean, it is. I mean, Davis and I uh, sat next to each other at the game and just very stressful. That's a very good spot, to say the least. Very good spot. Yes. So Auburn came back and defeated LSU ninety one to ninety in overtime. Auburn at one point was down fifteen. Yeah. Came back. Came back. Come back Kings. Tied it up. They and Auburn tried their best to throw it away late in overtime. Yeah. And then Javon McCormick just said, I give me the ball because I'm about to end this. Since his jersey got ripped against uh, Arkansas, he literally is the best point guard in the country. So He would have won player of the week if it wasn't for Brian Tyree. The Samir should have won it. One of, the, one of them. Sh- Javon was so clutch. That, yeah. That's why I would say him just over Sam- Samir. Just Samir had the numbers overall because exactly. in like the week he averaged like 25 on 56% yeah. shooting. I think Javon was just below him. Yeah. But, I mean, he, he came in clutch against Arkansas, and my God, he was unconscious at the end of the game against LSU. But Tyree averaged 30 points per game, so... It was hard to argue against yeah. him. I don't know. It's, it, it was it was one of those things where that that <laughs> the buzzer beater. It no one celebrated it because I, I I think I gave it like a fist bump or I jumped, but then I was like, "Awesome, Ali definitely definitely touched that ball." And yeah. There's me. So, no, yeah. So the sec the second he touched, I turned. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, they're yep. gonna call it goaltending." Me too. But then I remembered that I remembered the Preston from the blazers game where if they don't call a goaltending on the court they can't review it apparently and call it goaltending so yeah so, so from from is my that the rule that's so what that's, that's nba the though and that, is, that is nba but i, I was thinking if they, they don't the call goaltending on the court then they're not allowed to review it unless and they call it my thought was it was the same sort of rule in college so for me anyway so, so for my seat sitting where i was for the game we were told that if they don't call it on the court they can't go back and overturn it. And it wasn't it, even It's one of those situations where people are like, you just go ahead and throw it and then you overturn it instead of yeah. not calling it. Right? Well, he didn't touch it, so. It wasn't even goaltending anyway, but on in that moment, I mean, I think everybody in the arena thought that he yeah. touched it. Well, like, it bounced, you can see everyone, yeah. like, no one, like, you would, so the whole game when something crazy like that, like, the place is jumping, but after that, everyone was just like, did, did, did we win? Like, like, oh did we win gosh. or did we lose? It was, <laughs> because they reviewed it so fast. Yeah. I think it was, I guess it was for the clock, and that's the only thing. Yeah. Which then again, they did. They kind of like when they finished the review, they just gave a thumbs up. They didn't like count the yeah. basket. They didn't do anything. So I guess it, I don't know. That was I will say that's one of my one of the things I hate the most about basketball is like the lack of transparency between what the refs are reviewing and like you can rarely really understand what they're reviewing and what the call. Like you have to hear it from the PA announcer or like watch very closely mm-hmm. for them to make the smallest signal about it and. I guess that game wasn't as bad, but there's been other games where you really have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I think it might have been the. I mean, that's a whole other topic to get into officiating, but reviews they were so bad. There was a call in there. I had no idea what they called. Like I usually like at what moment in the game was it? It was near the end, and we were dribbling, and like they just stopped the game, and then Samir shot, and he drained it. It might have been. I think 
I know there was a few whistles. Okay, we I remember hear. that. I remember that there, part. There were like, and people, people around me were like freaking. I was like, why did they stop the game and not allowed to do that? I was like, they probably had a good reason, but the, I still don't know the reason. The, it was probably a foul, and we didn't hear the whistle. But they didn't, they didn't call a it's, foul. It, they just, they just like went over there, reviewed something, and they just restarted the play. Oh, that's when Jamal went over and back. But it, but I thought that's what they were reviewing. But it's because it was a, a it was a rebound, and they didn't reset the shot clock. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Okay. There was one with the shot clock. There was one. There was Austin Wiley supposed tip in. There was, a, there was a different one that happened that I can't even remember what happened. The craziest thing for me, like, is every game I keep thinking the arena's not going to get any crazier and any louder and any. And every game it seems to do it somehow because that, it's the best home court in the country, I think. I that got a game, head rush at one point. Yeah, that game was well. That game was is lo- much louder than Kentucky, which that has to do with the flow of the game because yeah. Kentucky was just constantly fouls and stuff. But if you want to know what my heart rate was. During oh, overtime, I haven't looked at that. It uh, wait, we can here. You can, <laughs> you can pass that around, man. That, my, that my Apple Watch. Get, get, put in, perspe- in perspective that I'm sitting down at a computer doing work, the, doing work for this game. I have to be <laughs> calm and composed. You can tell when it was like regular, like time regulation, and then overtime hit, and it's like, God help this man. Yeah, it's like it's, it's over. Some something's wrong with them. Yeah. I will say, though, it's interesting because, like, that game, like, say what you want about the rest. It was more or less than just letting them play and having a very physical game. There were some bad calls, but it's very interesting how your perception has changed when there you're in the There wasn't as many free throws as I thought there, there was. Weren't. Going back and looking at the box score, I was like, man, there, there wasn't no. as many free throws no, as I thought. Mean, Auburn didn't put LSU in the bonus until the very end of the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's why when um, Javon missed the three to take the lead, and for whatever reason, Auburn fouled. That was the worst decision I see. There was 50 I, seconds left. Auburn was down two. I didn't two. agree with that either. I was like, play It worked out, though. Because it was a one-and-one. One. Yeah. It was not a one-and-one. One. I don't yeah. know how this game would have I thought ended. it was a decent call. Since I thought the way LSU was playing, where they could, they seemingly could not score towards the end of regulation, unless it was free throw. I mean, LSU yeah. went. You're right. And I they turned they, the ball over. I they thought they should the just over. let them run it out. But again, the free throw, and it all worked out in the end. Yeah. But at the time, it. I was kind of freaking out as well. I'll, Are you surprised that... So Auburn's down one with what a how, what eleven seconds to go when Javon gets the ball on the inbound. Are you surprised that LSU just let him drive and whatever happened happened? Uh-huh. Yeah, did you see them all taunting him the before like the play before? They were calling him too small. They were taunting him. See that a small did player on the court see, beat you. Did you not see that they like after they made that like dunk to take the lead in overtime? They all like dogpiled at the mi- in the middle of the court like the game was over. I, I think they they, they were thought very, they won. They were very cocky the whole game. They were. Plus, to be honest, um, as great as Javon was, he has in going to the basket. He's not been very efficient. I mean, he's missed a lot of layups these past three or four weeks going to the basket. Mm-hmm. He has. So I mean, it's it's not like. Yeah, I, I don't know why I looked at my hand like that, but um, it's not like that's his bread and butter as it used to be. So I guess, I mean, it's still though. You, I think you should guard anybody when they're going to the basket with the final shot. But I don't know. Then again, LSU made a lot of. Then again, there was a lot of times for both teams just getting sort of lost on defense, especially with Auburn in the first half. Austin Wiley got lost in the pick and roll like six times, and that guy whose name I cannot remember, who drained like three threes at the beginning, who's number zero, whose name I Darius he, Days. Yeah. Right, there was Days and there was Mays. Yeah, and, exactly. And Mays was God help on. us. Getting Days to foul out was huge. Mays that was that was massive, especially. But I mean, it seemed like there were a lot of times where the team just looked lost on defense, and maybe that last play was a bit of an instance of it as well. But I don't know. 
Any other comments about Auburn's game over yes. LSU, Davis? I think Will Wade should have gotten one or two texts, personally. but They were letting both coaches do whatever. Well, Wade was doing way more than Bruce, if you ask me. Like, the end of the game, he was getting in the ref's face and screaming at him. Well, that's why, because I, no re- I went back and rewatched the broadcast. I noticed it during the game, but obviously I, it's hard to tell exactly what what's happening during the game. But Bruce was ticked about how much they were letting him go after. And he was going after the same official. I, I mean, I was just irate that he wouldn't do anything. I he didn't give him a warning. So quick, so. I, un- I understand maybe not immediately giving a tech, but like he didn't give him a warning or anything. And it all started when I think LSU turned the ball over and Javon was on the baseline, barely got the ball, and he just chased the referee down the sideline. And I mean, yeah. it was just crazy. I will say, though, if you watch it, I mean, there's a lot. There were six or seven times where Bruce goes to past midcourt and the ref doesn't stop playing good morning. The ref just points at him and he did that about six. They were letting him get off with a lot. Plus, I mean, but Bruce wasn't yelling in his ear. That's about true. Something. But I mean, and then in overtime, Bruce was on that final possession. Bruce was like past midcourt and they could have given him a tech that time, but they oh, didn't. I'm glad they didn't. But, if they did, I'll. Hmm. Oh, when he was, yeah. Yeah. I and, and out. All the fans were yelling at him. They're like, get back, Bruce. Yeah. And the coach, I will say that one of my biggest takeaways from that is this was like peak frustration watching Austin Wiley play basketball for me because like when he's great he's a great inside rebounder and he's a great inside presence and he was the end of the game but man in that first half anytime there was a pass even in his vicinity he seemingly could not catch it and there was a lot of times they just brought him out at the three-point line he just sat there and didn't do anything I feel like that wasn't as many times as you think it was about five or six times no yes it was I guarantee it's only like two or three and he dropped two or three rebounds as well it's just at times there's a point where the offense just did not fl- – because remember those times where they would run the high pick and roll and he would just catch it at the at three-point line, sit there for 10 seconds, and then just didn't pass Can it Can I defend Wiley out. for a second here? I mean, he was great at the end, Listen, but there was a time no, no, where – Go defend. ahead. Look, I understand he has his problems with catching. He has his hand-eye coordination problems. I'm not disagreeing with that. But you also have to think that he's a lot bigger than everybody else, and they're going to foul the mess out of him whenever he tries to get the ball. That's true. So that's also a thing you have to think about. When he's going up for the rebound and he lets go because they were hitting his arm – they're all over him. I think that's a big part of it, but I'm not saying he's completely blameless in this. Then again, there were a lot of times where that would seem for the whole team, they would get an offensive rebound, and LSU would literally just take it out of their hands and go back up to the basket. That happened like four times at least. So, I mean, they just – then again, they also out-rebounded LSU on the offensive glass by like 10, which I don't remember. Going, going into halftime, Auburn was getting killed on the glass. But the second half and overtime, holy cow, Auburn and went And this off. was the yeah. LSU team that was first in rebounding margin. That was, Auburn, that was the key. Second. It was the key. And Auburn l- – let me tell you something about Auburn's – let me tell you something about Auburn that's – I don't think for us it's flying under the radar, but I think for the general populace it's flying under the radar – Auburn has out-rebounded Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've out-rebounded LSU. I believe, at least second half-wise, we've out-rebounded Ole Miss and Arkansas. Auburn has cleaned up the glass. Yeah. And while we know that free-throw shooting, it will probably be the death of this team at some point because that's just how it's going to yeah, go. It almost was on Saturday. Yeah. Rebounding is what's going to keep Auburn in a lot of games. Second-chance points? Oh, boy. Yeah. And the- Auburn's going to be tough to – if Auburn's presenting free-throws and just not even is good at offense, but they're just consistent at offense. Yeah. I think that's they the, are a dangerous team. I think that's the willingness of everybody on the team to go after the rebounds. Like Devin Cambridge, he's usually around the three point line, but whenever that dude floats, like he he crashes immediately and he snatches the rebound, he throws it back out, and he goes back to his spot or whatever. Yeah, I exactly. think uh, all the players do and, that. Uh, yeah, Okoro comes flying in every time mm-hmm. there's a chance to rebound. 
And same with McCormick, who had nine. Last year, Auburn's team was so underrated at offensive rebounds because of the way they played. They had so many guys on the outside that it was so easy to get offensive rebounds because they just all crash in from the three-point line. And Howard's just a box out of full speed. Man. I mean, exactly. Javon McCormick got an offensive rebound on Saturday, too, that like you wouldn't expect him to get, but it's because he's coming from the three-point line. <laughs> Jay Bond almost messed around and got a triple double. Yeah, yeah, I mean he he really he really did. It was he was just on another level. I mean, when he started just pulling up and throwing those threes from out of nowhere, it was just that was a whole other It was a situation where you're like he pulls up, you're like, oh no, what is you doing? And then he makes it. You're like, oh yeah, okay. And he makes four in a row. Yeah. And then at that, at that point when he took his fifth one to take lead, I mean, I think everybody in the arena thought he was gonna make it because I mean he was It was close. Hot. I know. We're about to go to break, but I, I want to address the like the whole Javon McCormick thing because it kind of there's some traction on Twitter about him and just what I mean things about like someone said we should trade him or we I would pay a lot of money to trade him for another player and I just thought that was the dumbest thing. So two weeks ago after the Ole Miss game, Bruce made the comments about changing the starting line of the possibility and mm-hmm. and I I mentioned I was like I mean it's got to be point guard because he had a two assist nine turnover game yeah and. I mean, I wasn't necessarily saying, okay, we we, we we should pinch him, but Bruce said something about changing the starting lineup, and I was thinking, I mean, that that's about the only spot I could see you making a change. Well, since that happened, absolutely not. Since the jersey rip. Exactly. Say, Give me his plus minus since the jersey rip. I want to see it. <laughs> Javon McCormick is so resilient. I mean, it's just insane how he he's not the best player on the court, but that kid, he goes out, he – he draws dimes. He plays his freaking heart out. And, I mean, those threes he was making at the end of the game, that was just incredible. It takes a special player to bounce back from what I I assume that he will also admit was a tough stretch of playing for him. I mean, nine turnovers for a guard who's supposed to lead this offense, nobody, no, nobody likes and that. And, hey, remember, Auburn does not make it to the Final Four without him. He scored That's like true. twelve points in the last several minutes against New Mexico State. That That's way he true. In the off, first the, round. off the bench in the tournament, I mean, he was the key. Because Harper in two key games, I think it was Tennessee in the SEC championship and New Mexico State, he got in foul trouble, and yeah. McCormick came in and he absolutely balled out. Jay, I mean, yeah, Auburn doesn't make it without Javon. Because I don't want any more Javon McCormick slander. And here, here's the thing: you, you say that. It's gonna pop right back know. up when he has another kind of you know kind of game. That's this team. It's like that when they're good, they look like they can beat Kentucky and LSU. But when they're bad, they lose by twenty to Alabama and Florida. And it's just very difficult for some people to sort of. I think keep I that think temperament. About I think it. what it's about is I mean Javon and Samir are the offensive playmakers. When Akoro, I mean I think Akoro had his first bad game on Saturday. He played incredible defensively. Trenton yeah. Watford was not a factor because of Akoro. But I mean, I mean, he, he only scored like nine points, I think. Okoro or Watford? Okoro scored Okoro. seven. Wa- Watford had twelve. Okay, yeah, and that was that was what I would consider his first bad game. That and it wasn't even that bad because he was so incredible defensively. Exactly, and, and uh, he, had, uh, he passed the ball. Uh, well. I, I think in our twenty minutes of discussing this, we didn't we haven't really mentioned that Dan Joe did not play. So Auburn was that. That's why Cambridge coming in and hitting seven threes was so big because that's yeah. that's the role Purefoy would have played. Probably wouldn't have hit seven threes because hitting seven threes is insane. Exactly. But I've the fact no, he did that is incredible. I have no idea what Dan Joe's availability for tomorrow is. I assume he's okay? I would assume so. I mean, Samir we'll, we'll has had the same thing. Again, we'll I know mean, today because Bruce had the They might just today. ride yeah. the hot hand. I mean, to be honest, even if Dan Joe yeah. is all right, I mean, Cambridge was piping hot that entire game. That's so true. they might just, I mean, they might stick with it. Y'all sleeping on my man Devin. 
Uh, do you, is it Devin? It's hey, Devin. Okay. De- Devin is one of those guys that's going to be the best player on the team in like three years, and because he's so talented, he just he doesn't know how to play basketball yet. He's learning as we go, and that's insane. That's why when he scored his twenty six against South Carolina, Bruce said it's about damn time. So it, it, I just I'm waiting for him to really, really, really come out and just absolutely ball consistently because yeah. he went four games scoring zero points. Exactly. Yeah. If if Devin Cambridge is consistently getting 10-plus points a game, I say 10. I'm setting it at 10. Auburn is doing very well for themselves. And consistently getting them, I think, from the three-point line to really stretch out the defense because, again, one of the thing, reasons this team has sort of struggled is because they haven't been able to consistently shoot threes. And then against LSU, they shot 40%, which is absurd. And obviously, we're not expecting them to shoot 40% every game, but, I mean, if he can come in and provide two or three three-pointers off the bench, that's crucial. Don't yeah. sleep on his defense either. I I'm not sleeping on any every player on this you team. Sleep I think on he, 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 he did get absolutely posterized. That, hey, 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 at least he jumped. At least he jumped. <laughs> I was just saying, well, hey, he always know. goes for those Malik Dunbar esque. All right, this year, Devin Cambridge is Malik Dunbar, but he goes for those pin blocks on the glass, and he went for it and he he, he didn't get it. I give I give him props for jumping. I gotta say, I mean, you take hey, it. No gotta, business decisions from Devin Cambridge. Exactly. You gotta you gotta you gotta jump with him. I mean, yeah, exactly. Let's go ahead and head to our quick commercial break. And when we come back, we'll have uh, college basketball as Duke and Florida State played last night. We'll have that and more on the other side of the break. You're listening and watching The Extra Point here on WGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. And welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WEGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon and joining me in the studio is Alex Houston, Davis Carroll, and Jacob Hillman. As we turn our focus to college basketball as a whole, as the new AP poll dropped, and on top of that, Duke and Florida State played last night in a top 10 matchup. Before we get into that, your top four pretty much stayed the same. Actually, your top nine stayed the same. Yeah. Baylor, Gonzaga, Kansas, San Diego State, Louisville, Dayton, Duke, Florida State, Maryland. Your top nine. Hey, Seton Hall moved up in uh, two spots at number 10. Has Auburn just stayed put at number 11? The AP poll does not matter. It doesn't. You got to look at the... I think the most important thing is that preview on Saturday, the bracket preview, where Auburn was the 13 overall seed, the number one four seed in the South region, but in the toughest region of them all. But with of Baylor course. and Louisville, yeah. that is not what you want yeah. at all. Um, Auburn does not want to mess I with saw, that seed. I saw another setup... Um, post the LSU game that had them at a three seed in a different region, and I, I mean the, the reason I mentioned the the that is because it's the actual committee that yeah, did that. Yeah. So that is true. So that's what that's where they view Auburn right now is the 13th best team, 13th best resume. I think getting a few more road wins, the rest of the, uh, that Tennessee game at the end of the year is going to be massive because you need you need a road win, and I mean I I can't. It's hard to expect them to go into Kentucky and win. I mean, I'm not going to doubt this team at all because of what we've seen so far. But that game in Rupp would, would be absolutely massive for them. But I think the game against Tennessee is more important. I think for uh, Auburn, also, I'm going off the net rankings that came out yesterday as well. Auburn moved up one spot to 14. We know that net ranking takes – or net ranking is a sizable portion of what the committee looks uh, looks at they love when, putting, when putting these, this stuff together. 
So as long as Auburn can slowly move up those net rankings, they'll be okay. But yeah, Auburn did get the what many would call the group of death drawing when it came to the tournament because yeah, I mean, you I, don't you don't want Baylor and no. Louisville. But I honestly, after after last year and the teams they had to go through, I'm I'm just like I mean but that is it's, very at, fair. at this point it, it's not going to get any more difficult I think than what last year's uh, run was, was stupid. I mean, it was the three best programs probably of all time, with the exception and, of Duke being. And informed. they probably got the best twelve seed, and all, every twelve seed won except New Mexico exactly. State. Exactly, New Mexico State was the best, one. and they and they almost did win. Yeah. So I mean, and here, here's my thing, and this may be a, a little bit of a hot take, but I'm gonna go with it. I'm trying, I'm trying to see the best way to put this. Oh, without, without, I'm, I'm very, I'm very excited for what this hot take is gonna be. I kind of feel as though. They are they are a great team. Don't get me wrong. But this Baylor team is giving me LSU vibes, and what I mean by that do you is, mean like last year's LSU, or do you mean like football LSU this year LSU before Vanderbilt Auburn happened? Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Whereas they're winning games and they're a good team. Is their schedule to be nothing? But they beat Kansas on the road by twelve. <laughs> Nobody wins an hour. Wait, let him make house. his point. Let him make but, his point. Well, I'm listening, Jared. What I'm trying to get at is Baylor kind of – it's partly from the game last night where they beat Texas on the road 52-45. to 45. And yeah, that's bad. their leading score had 11 points. He was 3-11 from the field. Baylor kind of has these games where they don't look like a number one team, but they win. And that's the, that's the thing. You, you win – They did it the last game. night. Yes. Scoring 52 points against Texas who – Mm. Bye bye, Shaka. And then, yeah. and then, and then they have their games. The road games are what gets Baylor. They beat Kansas State by six on the road, <clears throat> and then let's see, they beat a good Texas Tech team by five on the road. They did go on the road and demolish Kansas. Uh, but Baylor has these games where you look at them and it's like they're beatable. God, I think we we. At at some point, we okay. put Baylor on this pedestal. Th- that's because they've looked. All right, no team. I mean, remember in the fall, we we're just, oh, no team wants to be number one. That's still kind of the same thing. Just no one stepped up to beat Baylor yet, and that's why we've put them on this pedestal because they're the only number one team. I mean, they've been the number one for the longest of anyone. I think maybe Gonzaga technically has it, but I mean, it's Gonzaga. They play in the conference. Yeah. We're not gonna get beat by anyone except St. Mary's. I think they beat St. Mary's pretty handily last time they played. So. I look at it, and the only reason I think Baylor's up on this pedestal is just because they've been number one and they haven't lost yet. Yeah, they've got they've got four games against ranked teams in the rest of their schedule: West Virginia, Kansas, Texas Tech, and then at West Virginia to finish it up. This, I mean, if they if they win those games, there's no putting them on a pedestal. They deserve it. There's no, I think, debate to be had about whether or not they deserve it. I think if they win those four games, they are rightfully deserve that number one seed, but. I think that'll be the true test. But again, they also have not lost since Friday, November eighth. Yeah, and like, wasn't that against a really good team? It was on the road against Washington. They only lost by three, okay. which Washington's not. Washington is not that good, but but still on the road. That's that's a that makes a fact. That makes a big fact. About to say, and Washington was also much better at the beginning of the year. They've lost six straight games, but beginning of the year they were probably much. In fact, they were a much better team. They lost only once, and. Yeah, and then they lost Gonzaga. So they were a good team then, but still. I mean, I don't know. It's a hot take. I I, I know where it comes from. I think I think it's 
I mean, I think you could say that with a lot of teams. Like, Auburn is literally, <clears throat> I mean, if they had only lost once, either to Florida or Bama, they're, they're that team then. Because You're they, right. I mean, they would, if they had lost, say they lost to Florida but beat Alabama and it was a lot closer to Florida, they would probably be in the top four. And it, and we put them on this pedal despite the fact that they barely beat everybody. You know, I, th- I think it's just sometimes that's just more or less circumstance. Plus, I think Baylor is a team that could look like that and then go in the tournament and beat somebody by 40. Because I think they're a good team that just, I don't know, they keep finding well, ways to win. In, in March, man, teams that you think are good, they just... That's true. They, they fold. I'll tell you what the craziest thing, though, is that all four one seeds are west of the Mississippi. San Diego State, so theoretically, if they make it to the Sweet 16 Elite Eight with the, what they're seeded right now, they'd have to go to New York and play a Duke team that Madison Square Garden is like a second home to them. I was about to say. So, yeah, I mean, that, it's just nuts that a one seed on the West Coast has to go all the way to the East Coast because you think, okay, if you get a West Coast one seed, they're going to get to play in their, their, where they want to. Or in the West region, nope, they're in the East because they're the four, they're the fourth one seed, and everything else is right there in the West. Let's go ahead to our next commercial break. And <clears throat> sorry, it's just Devin Cambridge. Uh, let's go ahead <laughs> to our next commercial break. And when we come back, we will have more of the extra point here on WGL ninety one one and Eagle Eye TV. Welcome back inside Extra Point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon joining me in the studio is Alex Houston, Davis Carroll, and Jacob Hillman as we have three and a half minutes until our next break. We're talking to Bachelor. Yeah. I've watched maybe two seconds because I scroll past the Twitter video, I think, talking about it. Well, you better be watching next week. Yes. They're coming to Auburn. Because Auburn will be hosting us Final Four in a way. Don't Hometowns. Hang the banner. Don't don't tell me that. Peter came to Auburn. Even oh though I don't really gosh. like Peter, so I don't want that hanging. I was gonna say he. Yeah, he's not very cool. Yeah, screw Peter. I don't. I I, I, I haven't watched. Here's the thing. This is the first season I've watched. The only reason I'm watching is because of Madison Pruitt. So I watched last season. And that one was crazy. Was, it, I think was the last season better or worse than this season? In your opinion? Well, the thing is, last season was just a ton of guys. So it's just a ton of guys like. Kind of budding heads, okay. and this season just a lot of girls crying. Gotcha. So whichever one you kind of have a preference. Wait, isn't for. that what this show pretty much is in a nutshell uh, between <laughs> the Bachelor and the Bachelorette? Yes. But okay. I mean, like this season's a lot more dramatic. Apparently, there's like a lot more stuff happening. So I'm kind of interested to see what's going to happen. There's like well, a twist seen, coming or something. Yeah, because the worst drama, like the before the final four, is it was Alea and then the I, Champagne Gate too. Yeah, that, that was, was stupid. That was the first two episodes, and then so I, I guess Sydney and um, Tammy. Yes. Oh my God, that was. So dumb. Yeah. And I thought the the dumbest thing in those episodes was when he had McKenna and and Tammy. Yeah. And okay. he's like, Tammy, you leave, but that, I'm gonna keep you McKenna and he doesn't give her the rest. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but it seems like things are about to go kinda haywire. I've heard i I've heard a few theories about what's happening. What might happen. Should I say him or 
And they're just theories. They're theories. They're like, like not yeah, confirmed they're just at theories all. And yeah. There's one that someone's pregnant because like if you you just see the preview, it's yeah. like oh we just learned something and he's like oh my gosh what? yeah. And there's also another theory with some like evidence to it. Oh, actually, there's two more theories. One that he gets that Peter ends up with one of the producers because he's been like hanging out with them outside of it. There's like <laughs> proof that they've been hanging out. Like she's been hanging out with him. There's and his no way that's how this goes. And then there's also that he gets with Hannah B, the Bachelorette from last season. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because we could have an Iron Bowl of Bachelorettes. Oh, my gosh. Stop. Stop. I need that. Stop. No. Eyeball. Because we lose. That's how the thing works. Yeah. Are you kidding me? All right. If I don't like her name Hannah B, right? Yes. Hannah B versus Maddie. Maddie in oh, a Maddie would landslide. Maddie would destroy her. Hannah B is Alabama. It's not close. Uh, I, don't, not. I mean, I don't know. I, I just know that usually when Auburn and Alabama play each other – Things don't go well for Auburn. Oh, wait till tomorrow night. And I'm not afraid to jinx the game tomorrow night. Dude. I don't even care. Nah, in the in the Kentucky. We didn't, we, didn't even, we didn't even talk about that. As confident as you are, I'm very superstitious. So you're gonna have to knock on wood for me, Jacob. Thank you. Auburn. Thank you. Very superstitious. I know this is just totally taken off to another direction because I just jinxed the crap out of everything. But Auburn against Alabama and Auburn Arena doesn't end well for Alabama. I mean, the last five years has just been murder scenes. I'm just saying, when I when I was at the Kentucky game with a minute left, this girl behind us had her phone out s- sending a video to her friends saying that we were going to win, and oh I, ju- I just about I, I was okay, like, oh, that's it's different. Over. During the game, I'll probably be terrified that we're going to lose, but, but right go- now, going in, I will not talk good about a team. I'll say, the Jacob, game. though your your record this year watching Auburn play Alabama in basketball is 0 and 1 right now. But in Auburn Arena, I'm undefeated. Yeah, everybody is. I mean, yeah, they. That's, I am too. I, I, was about, I was about to say every soul that's been to Auburn Arena is undefeated, <laughs> except those of opposing te- fans of opposing teams. Rip yeah, those no, some Kentucky fans. I'm scared up. of you on road games. It's not a road game, so that's why I'm no, extremely uh, confident. Are you going to Rupp? Undecided. TBD. N- no is the answer, <laughs> and uh, I think you're going to the season finale, Tennessee. That is confirmed. Ooh, that's gonna be that's gonna be a L. Man, I, I was really trying to get Dang a win going Jacob. into the SEC the tournament, tournament, dude. Come on. Oh, I'll also be at the SEC tournament. Oh my! I was God. at the SEC tournament last year, though. Yeah, but it doesn't. That's what well. tickets cost. Yeah, Bri- Bryce and Jared can counteract any sort of bad luck because they're the, the goats. That doesn't that doesn't fit our narrative though, so we don't use it. Exactly, we don't we don't use the data. Yeah, I feel like there's only been one substantial claim to the Hillman curse that I know of. I okay, the College World Series is pretty bad. <laughs> Jack just texted me and said, "We going to Rupp." <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. Oh no! Well, honestly, I would honestly would love to go to Rupp, but I don't want to see them lose by twenty. So see, here's the thing, y- 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 y'all in the Hillman curse. It's like I can counteract it with stuff. You're like, oh, the College World Series, but I was in Atlanta for the regional when Stephen Williams hit the walk off and the entire and the yeah, entire. Yeah, but thing. when it matters most, I was when the I was not at the Final Four, but I was at the Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight. Okay, put it put it put it this way. Put it this way. I was in Tuscaloosa last year. I did get a speeding ticket on the way back. But yeah, we I'm like it's like okay, like imagine if someone was bad luck Football. and they, w- they went to the kick six and went to the 2013 national championship. Nobody cares that we won the kick six; they care that we lost to Florida State. Football is <laughs> football's bad. I think you have. I think we have a we have it's traction like, there. I'm I was at Florida this year. I was at Alabama last year. I was at Mississippi State last year. Like I should say, 2018. You know no, you're right. You're right. Football is pretty bad. When when we when we win, you are there, right? But when we lose in very bad and tough games, you're always there. That's fair. <laughs> I, w- I Wait, will we, say though, I might be I might be a bit of good luck myself. I've hey, been hey, to, hey, you know you're not. I've been to the only three Iron Bowls Auburn has won in the last ten years. So, 
I was just saying, guys. Alex and I, Alex and I together are good luck from. From our high school till now, we've only lost like three games. That's true, and all the games our high school lost, we were not at except for one. So, so if we went to the games with you, it would <laughs> yeah, counteract it. Townies. Shut <laughs> up. Right. I don't think that, that doesn't... Ac- <laughs> townies. Yeah, don't, don't explain explain to the people at home what a townie is. You know what? I forgot to do a break. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're scared. You're scared. Yeah. I, this bump is a minute long. I can do it. A townie is somebody. <laughs> and explain how weird townies, please. A, a townie is somebody. Is JP. <laughs> We're going to a quick one. We'll have more in five minutes. Extra point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. And welcome back inside Extra Point here on WGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard. Stop ringing the boat. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Turn my mic on. <laughs> How's it looking over there? The mic's on, Davis. I'm asking, how's it looking? Hey, David, you have one vote. <laughs> what? Who did it? Oh, that, now that's completely uh, yeah. It's tainted. <laughs> JV says he has no shame in voting for himself. I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised I, it's, by that. It's <laughs> yeah. just to say that I got a vote. I mean, you, you could have waited until like the last second. I still got a vote. I don't care. But now you admitted it. I don't care. I got a vote. It's like it's like it's when still. You, I'm doing my civic duty of voting. I'm gonna send this link to my mom and she's okay, so out of the if people. Someone's running, get 40 if votes. someone's running for president, do they vote for themselves? Thank you. Case closed. I'm sorry. What? Answers yes. So sick of sports. <laughs> I was about to, we were just talking about The Bachelor yeah, earlier. <laughs> talking about sticking to sports. Okay, oh. the reason we talked about The Bachelor was because of Madison Pruitt. So it's kind of sticking to sports. It's related. They're going right to be in Auburn Arena. Ah, true. That's true. I, I was say, like, y'all got to watch next week. Bruce, well, I mean, I've it, okay, already so watched all the other weeks. What's, so. the, what's the over-under on Bruce making an appearance? I feel like he's just going to show oh, up at some point. Come, I mean, 100%. I, I think, I think they filmed... I'm oh, yeah, pretty sure they filmed the Saturday of the Auburn LSU football game. I don't. I was telling them they went to a football game. I don't think they went to a football game, but like, it was they were the there when they were, it was happening. Yeah, you're right. Bruce. I mean, he's just got to. He's just. I mean, he's the. Well, did you see the video he posted with her before the Outlive game? I did not. They talked about like the cause and the stuff, and like the first thing he's like, "Why do I not look as good as her in the t-shirt?" And I was like, "Bruce, chill." It's like, come on now, Bruce. You gotta relax. <laughs> Bruce we're just to, sweating. We're, we're, trying, we're trying to get those scandals now, Bruce. Hey. Bruce doesn't care. I, I know he doesn't. That's why he's been fired from three schools for scandals. I mean, this would be... Just saying. Hey, I'm thankful for it because it's no, the reason Auburn got no, him. No, I mean, I absolutely am. True. But, I mean... I, no, I, he's a I, changed man. But, he just me. likes having barbecues. <laughs> that, that, is, that is true. No, who, I mean... Who doesn't like barbecues? I know we... Wait, 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 you like fair, barbecues? It was a cookout. We had the discussion about barbecue. <laughs> we did. We should have brought the barbecue that up. is barbecue. He's probably grilling hamburgers and hot dogs. That's not a barbecue. That's a barbecue to me. One, one of them would hey, out. That, no, that's, that's a barbecue. All no. right. New topic. No, barbecue is ribs. How is that a barbecue? Exactly. Barbecue is any time you go out and put something on the grill. No, it's that's not on earth. No, okay. Well, let me. That, that, if that, I put some salmon on the grill, is that a is that a barbecue? No, no, yes. no, 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 no. Yes, it's a way of life. Oh, oh my. Uh, 
I, I understand what Jared's saying. I have called it a barbecue my whole life, but I understand it is a cookout. It's just yeah, like exactly. it's just like how no. I call all soda coke. It's it, just like a thing. It's just it's always a barbecue. You call all soda coke? Yes. You do? Do you not? No. You're from Mobile. I'm like uh, root beer, you Sprite, Sunkissed. No, it's Fancy? like hey, can I have a coke? That no. means like can I have soda? When I say can I have a coke, I mean Coca Cola, which yeah, I never asked for because I don't like. Well, Coca-Cola. I guess hey, I'm the only person. If there. you ask a waiter, can I have coke? You're gonna get coke. But what if you ask? No, him, but no. If you're what oh my in gosh. the name of grand base stupidity is this? What do you want me to give and punch you right now? Because I will. Because <laughs> you don't act like everybody in Mobile doesn't do the same crap. I, I don't. It's not everybody. Okay, let me explain something here <laughs> before you misconstrue what I say and act like I go to the restaurant and say, "Can I have Coke?" And they can bring me Coke. And I'm like, "No, I want a Pepsi." When I'm like, when I was a kid, I go, "Hey, mom, can I have a Coke?" And then she'd be like, "What kind?" I go, "Oh, Barks." It's just that. I've like never, how some people call it like soda pop, some people call it soda, some people call it whatever. Yeah, northerners. Yeah, and and I and a I lot of people it, down where I live call, call it pop. What you saying? Oh my lord! Y'all Dude, you're me. from New York. You lived in New York and you're Perfect. from Virginia, so you, you probably call it a bubbler too. Okay, how long? Water did, fountains. How long did you live in Virginia? Two years Virginia. Two and a half years Virginia. Two years New York. And you were like a child, child, right? Yeah. How? Th- why do you call it pop? I don't call it pop anymore. I used to. What do you, call, what do you it now? call it now? Soda. Am I the only person that calls it Coke? What do you call it, Jacob? I mean, I call it by the names. Yes. Like, but yes. if you're just if you're just talking in general, like you're like, hey, do you want a? Like you're talking to someone. Like I'm like, hey, I Jacob, do you want a? Do you want a Coke? Dr- do you want a drink? And then at, <laughs> I don't. I, what do they want? Water. <laughs> I w- I've never used the word I've never used the word Coke as a generality for. I promise probably, you. I promise you, it's a really I, big thing. If I was specific to that, I would probably say soda. Yep, I'd probably say soda. Exactly. You're basically a Yankee then, Alex. No, compared to Mobile. I mean, my so, parents are from Milwaukee and Maryland, so I'm not exactly dealing with the most southern. So we were supposed to be talking about NFL free agency. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> they started me, Jared. They started me. I'm sorry. To be fair, you started with talking about how everything on the grill is a dang barbecue. It is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You put kebabs on the grill, that's not a barbecue. It's, no, it's just like the same thing I was saying. It's just like a word that you use in place. Wait, like, what's like, on the kebab? Um, there's meat on it. There is. Shrimp, fish, veggies, it could be whatever. It's just like a thing when you go out to grill, you can also call it. It's not, while it's not technically a barbecue, people do call it a barbecue. I'm I, defending you, Jerry. I got you. So I what? You. what is a barbecue? Anything with barbecue. When you eat. Barbecue Sa- sauce. They're kind of like the pork, sauce. pork ribs. The sauce. So brisket. what about what, what if I put barbecue uh, sauce on no, my kebab? No, it does kebabs? not need the sauce to do that. No, I mean, but brisket is a barbecue thing. What if you put barbecue sauce on your kebab? Is it a barbecue? Yeah, Alex. Since it's all about the sauce, uh, you put I barbecue sauce on your burger. What a, what is technically a barbecue type food? We're here to define, define what is not a barbecue. Sports. I know, but uh, barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't. Oh my gosh! This. Have we ever had a full Tuesday Thursday show that stayed on complete topic without going no, to something hold on. like I'm, this? I'm, I'm googling barbecue. I got, I got it. Oh, Davis is already on the job. The definition of barbecue is a meal or gathering in which meat, fish, or other food is cooked out of doors on a rack or over an open fire or on uh, a portable grill. I don't care about your Google definition. Yeah, because salmon on a grill is not a barbecue. It's not. And people it, do it. It said fish. It did say fish. It's just whenever you like, you go like if you're having like in the park, your family's getting together and you're I've grilling. Got it. I've got it. Last last week we talked about which is the best barbecue. Did you guys think oh which has the best burger? When you think of barbecue, I think of yeah, that, 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 that wasn't what I was thinking. You were thinking of a burger? Seriously? 
Who who who? That's not the same thing. No, that's not the same thing. No, who had the best if you, style? Texas. If you're eating barbecue, it's not the same as going to barbecue. Well, you don't bar. Okay, well, Jack he says barbecue is not a grill. Barbecue is not a verb. It's not a verb. Well, I've been using it as a verb for a long time. That's dumb. That's not how it works. Wait, different languages. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Though, is barbecue sauce called barbecue sauce because if you put something on, or is it de- defined barbecue sauce because the sauce you use for barbecues? Look, all I know, Whoa. all I know bad. is the dictionary says that I'm correct on what I'm. All saying. I know is the fact that when you we can't get, even read, <laughs> I can't. I just <laughs> read it. I read it for All I know is the fact that when we debated best barbecue and you were thinking of stuff like burgers, that's absurd. Well, that's we, were, we were debating best barbecue. Uh, verb is a barbecue. Best barbecue is r- ribs, pulled pork, no, um, chicken. That wasn't what we were debating. We were debating styles. Texas. Kansas City barbecue, North Carolina. Ver- hey, barbecue actually is a verb. Style types that no, it it you, says barbecue no. verb cooked that's on a barbecue. Horrendous. No, that's a this is what dictionary are you looking at? The well, if, if you say if you say I'm barbecuing so, like a uh, item, then yeah, it turns. If into you a say, verb. do you want to come to my barbecue? That's not a verb, and that's a, uh, yeah. But even then. I'm still asking, do you want to come to my barbecue? Doesn't mean I'm making just pulled pork. Yeah, and- I would come expecting ribs, pulled pork, mm-hmm. and stuff. And if I so if I bring out, if I bring out a burger, you're gonna be if, like, if, no, I'm leaving. This I mean, is if, it. If no, I, but I'm gonna be like, this is if not I barbecue. If I pull up to somebody saying a barbecue and it's like grilled shrimp or something, it's okay. Over. But when I say barbecue, but I'm it's not still me- a barbecue. But nope. when I'm saying no, barbecue, when I say barbecue, I'm not meaning like you're going to Dreamland, you're getting pulled pork and barbecue sauce and all that. I'm talking about like I'm just grilling. Yeah, no. then you say you're doing a grill out, a cookout. Not Who says grill out? Grill out is the stupidest no word I've ever heard. Th- okay, then say cookout. That's a restaurant. No, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they serve like, stuff okay, like the stuff we're my dad, about. My dad, for example, cooks a bunch of stuff on the grill. When he cooks stuff on the grill that's not barbecue, he just We says, need a new pole. Yeah, we do. He says, do you want to come over? We're having stuff on the grill is how he says it. But in barbecue, he says barbecue. Like, when he makes ribs, he says barbecue. How about us, my dad? He's a grill master. He doesn't master then in he, his name. Don't forget, also text him Thank you for game day It's not game day I almost have a master's degree in communications Listen to me You can't read That's that's not in the degree (laughs) Jared, spell barbecue Jared, you got it There's two ways to spell it There's two ways to spell it No, there's not There's one correct way to spell it Ooh, wait what is is there a correct way? Yes, God, I know yes. there's two different there is ways. A, there is a uh, MLA style correct way to spell barbecue. Oh God, oh, yeah. you're getting into MLA styles now. All right, we gotta go AP style. Oh yeah, AP style. I mean, my bad. A B B Q. No, that's a that's a boy way of doing it. it. But when you say BBQ, you mean barbecue the food. Oh, like for okay, for example, what kind of like you, when you think of barbecue, oh, what side dish do you think of? Wait, Wait, think of baked beans. You ain't thinking of no black uh, beans. Yeah. You thinking of baked beans? What does black beans Wait, have to do the, with any of this? Yeah, what's what's what are you example? About? Boy, what, what the black hell are you talking to, about? No, no, black beans. Because if burgers can be in barbecue, then stuff like black beans can be in barbecue, and you know it's not. What are you talking about? When have you ever ate black beans with a burger? That, but that's my point. Your pa- your point makes no sense. My point is that burgers can be something that's considered barbecue. No. But you cook no, it on the grill. Up. I don't cook black beans or baked beans on the grill Thank for that matter. You. But baked beans are barbecue. They're a side. No, they're baked. They're, they're, they're a side, side that, that you goes eat with, with barbecue. barbecue. But and if you want to be goofy, yeah, you can have black beans with barbecue. I mean, you. Nah. you this is, have coleslaw. Last you time I checked, this was America. Oh <laughs> I can do whatever the hell I want. Thank you. That's what right. what, what's the poll question? What Wait. is the poll question? I'm making a poll. You're making on a Twitter. poll? What, what is it? Is this on the Weagle account? It's on my account. Should we put it on the Weagle account? I can get I'll it. Put, it, put it on the, yeah. 
Okay. So in a week, we're going to when you go that. when you cook stuff yeah, on the grill. Tweet, if we go tweet that, it. Britt's going to be honest. What? So let's see. Uh, we can figure this out in the break. When you we got we got two minutes to break. I mean, okay. When you're cooking stuff on the grill, do you call it a barbecue or a cookout? No, nope, but that that's too that's, that's too general. That's general. That's way too general. Should I say? But if you make it if you make it like because if you cook it brisket if you with host barbecue, barbecue sauce. If you host a barbecue, what is can I guess? Um, what do you make? Do you? you do you cook? Um, or should I say? All right. If you host a barbecue, do you grill hamburgers, hot dogs, etc.? Or should I, should I say that, something like that along yeah. those lines? Or just say, what is a barbecue? Well, no, that, that's, that's open-ended. Yeah, you got you got to keep these polls. Y'all uh, trying to get it so specific. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to get any replies, but people side, will vote saying. on a poll. You have to click once. Exactly. So, um... If you host a barbecue, do you grill hot dogs, hamburgers, etc.? People yes are going to say no. yes. You better include salmon, because yes. Jared said salmon is barbecue, right. so... Yes, fish! If you, you host... If you grill shrimp, barbecue. that you're, you're having yes. a barbecue. It is. You're from Mobile. Alex is barely from Mobile. Oh, Barely. Ooh. From how he's talking, Yo, you're, you're revoked. He just threw you at your own place. Revoked. <laughs> how? Oh, God. How, Davis? Davis, you don't say barbecue. A, you don't say coke. You're closer to another state than you are to Mobile. How are you even talking? And about? I'm more Mobile than you. <laughs> no, you are not. Explain that. The, I don't say barbecue. I do say barbecue. I'm just not always saying everything is barbecue. If I ask, <laughs> if I go down to Mobile, I take polls. They're gonna say this. They're gonna agree with me. Okay, so you're, we're saying hamburgers grilled. Oh, are I barbecue, got it. I got right? it. Jared, 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 Jared. Have you ever taken that language thing to tell us where you're from based on how you speak? No. Well, I'm about to, and barbecue is one of them. I know. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, so hamburgers on the grill is barbecue. We're saying that? No. No, 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 no. You're getting... No. If you're just grilling, if you're grilling, and I'm inviting to my house and say, hey, do you want to come to my barbecue? It's not specific things on the grill. It's just the, the thing in general. It is just... The, the get-together is called a barbecue. It's not that we're cooking barbecue or we're not cooking barbecue. It's that it's all together. It's called a barbecue. All right. We, we, we've, we've made our case. All right. It's up, it's up, to, it's up to Twitter. At Jacob underscore Hillman three polls going up during the break. Yes, yes, and we'll figure out how to word it, and then this we'll, is we'll let it go. I cannot believe this. When we happened. come back, hopefully, it will be NFL free agency. You're watching Let's Extra Point here on WGL nine one one and Eagle Eye TV. Welcome back to the Extra Point here on WGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Jared Dillard joined by Alex Houston, Davis Carroll, and Jacob Hillman as we get back into sports. Let's talk NFL free agency. I think the big thing right now is the Phillip Rivers news. I thought I did. There we go. Sorry, I'm too busy voting in our poll. Oh, my. Uh, let me oh make sure I'm on gosh. the right account. Uh, but it's top 50-50 right now. We'll let that go for an hour, or not an hour, but here's for the 24 thing. hours. If the vote says no, 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 I'm no, gonna, no, no, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. I'm going to keep calling it that. Davis, we cannot go back. No, sorry, sorry. I'm just ne- never go back. NFL free agency. The Redskins Phillip. are losing their top corner. Who's that? Uh, Quentin Dunbar has requested a trade because to quote him, they don't know me and I don't know them. It is what it is, which honestly, if that's his philosophy, then sayonara, but... 
I mean, that sounds about right for the Redskins organization, though. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Some, uh, yeah, it's about to say it's not the craziest thing I've ever heard. But the biggest news is Philip Rivers walking away from L.A. He's no longer a Charger, and um, we don't know where he goes next. Where does he go? Where does the Charger? Where do the Chargers turn to? Um, the draft. I mean. They've got a young team. It feels like they should go with a quarterback from the draft. But then again, I mean, I don't know necessarily. Well, we don't have to update every five seconds. Wow. Okay, Jared. Continue, Alex. I don't understand. Um, this is just. Okay, Davis, good for you, man. Everything's going crazy. This is. I've lost my. What was I even going to say? Basically, the simple what I was going to say Chargers. was that the Chargers yeah. are a mess, so I don't really trust them to do anything correct. They moved to LA, which is still the worst move, I think. Yeah. I think that ranks up there with the moves such as the Utah Jazz, still, in my opinion, because, I mean, that name doesn't make any sense. And then the Chargers, for some reason, going to LA ranks as some of the worst moves made by a franchise that I've seen. The Chargers are going to have to go at. They're either. They're going to go after, like, a Cam Newton, Mariota type player, I think. I feel like they're not going to get him, though. No, me neither. I, I don't think they'll get... They could probably get Mariota. Cam Stan. About to say I the, agree. The, the, Do you the, want Mariota? The Titans are going to sell Mariota. For, I don't know, but, I mean, they're going to have to settle for something because they. I know that the Brady thing was talked about, but Brady's coming back to the Patriots. Yeah, he's no, he's not. I don't see it. Back in the Patriots, you don't? I see him leaving. Okay. I well, want that to happen. That'd be so exciting. Well, That'd be the first big thing to happen in NFL free agency in a long time. That is fair. But I, I, I just think the Chargers are going to have to... They're going to settle for someone like Mariota because he'll be cheap. They can get Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, he wouldn't be cheap, though. Yeah. And they're going to have to tank and get a young guy in the next few years. Like, a, I mean, hey, they could tank hardcore next year and get Trevor Lawrence. I mean, look. Because you've got a young core on defense that's going to be really, really good in the next few years. So go tank, get Trevor Lawrence, get your franchise quarterback with Melvin Gordon in the backfield. Tank for T-Law. Yeah. I don't know, though. With the Chargers, just like, I mean, it just feels like no matter what they are going to do, it's not going to work. I mean, they had Phillip Rivers for 16 years, and they couldn't do anything. No, you're right. I mean, they always got they had and they got a high seed that was lost in the division. Yeah, and they had Dan Fouts in the Air Coriel offense, and they still could. They still got destroyed in the Super Bowl. I mean, it just it feels like didn't no matter. They have, didn't they have a year where they had, like, sorry. Wait, what? They had a year when? They had a year where like, top offense and defense. They still went, like, 9-7. Yeah. yeah, no, they, and, then, and then they had those years with Marty Schottner where they could not win. It just feels like, for me, no matter what, None of it matters because the Chargers are going to be like we think Giants, Jets. One of those teams is second, like you know, the second tier, second fiddle. I mean, the, it's the Rams, and then so far down below is the Chargers. I mean, it almost feels like what's the point, right? They're not going to win anything. They're not going to sell tickets because the Rams even struggled to sell tickets. And if the Rams are, can't sell tickets, the Chargers aren't going to sell tickets. I mean, what's the point? Just move somewhere else no, already. They sell tickets just to the other team. That's true. That's true. That's true. Their stadium will be a great place for visiting fans to go to. I agree, but. It's just, it's like anytime they charge anything, it's like, okay, you drafted Bosa, whatever. It's not going to materialize in anything. Bosa's going to end up being like Antonio Gates and set all sort of record and then have to retire there. Actually, though, Bosa seems to kind of do that with leaving free agency, so maybe not. But I don't know. It's just, the only advantage they have right now is that they could get a quarterback for cheap while the market resets because Watson and Mahomes and Prescott are all going to get $35 plus million, even though only one of those quarterbacks probably deserves $35 plus million. So that's maybe their one positive outlook. Maybe I'm being a little too negative about the Chargers. I don't know. There's no such thing as being too negative about the Chargers. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there a point this year where they, like, 
if every game they played, they'd score like one more time. They'd have been like undefeated. Or no, something. yeah, they lost. They lost their for every game. Um, through the first, I think, fourteen games, every game was decided by uh at least a touchdown or less. Good lord. It was every game was one possession. They still could win. Maybe mainly because Rivers threw a lot of late game interceptions. But I really don't understand why they were so bad this year. Because weren't they like twelve and four two years ago? Mm. I mean, I'm gonna go look at this right it's now. Called actually. mediocrity. 12 you you should know what it is. Alex. Twelve and four is mediocrity. Talking about how they go back to sucking. Ah, the Panthers. I see. Yes. Of oh, the Redskins. I see. Hey, the Redskins just always suck. They're right? a dumpster fire. We're, con- we're consistently it, trash. At least we. Uh, yeah, y'all consistently exactly. trash. We're about to get Chase Young. Woo! Let's mm, go. Y'all are gonna mess it up somehow. Yeah, then he's gonna leave in a year, just like Quentin Dunbar. Rip. Pro Football Focus is best cornerback of the first fourteen games, and he wants to leave. Oh yeah, y'all are gonna get James Bradbury. So. Oh, they were twelve and four last year. Wow, the Chargers were twelve and four last year, and now they're five and. What happened? Yeah, I I, I remember last year they were, they <laughs> everyone talked about them. Actually, I think they beat the Ravens in the divisional round, maybe I'm or the go, wild card round or whatever. Uh, yeah, because they they didn't make the uh the championship game because they got destroyed by the Patriots. The Patriots beat them by forty, and it was Philip Rivers is the only quarterback to be beat by. Uh, Tom Brady three times. I'm gonna look at the playoffs and see exactly if I can get. All right, so we got the wild card round. All right, um, let's see. The Chargers beat the Ravens 23 to 17 in the wild card round. Whoop whoop. And then they get to the divisional round and they got and, stomped. Oh, 41 to 28 to the um, New England Patriots. Stomped. Yeah. Sony Michelle at 129 yards. Wow. It, it was like 41 to it was not close. That they, they got a lot of garbage time touchdowns. Yeah, like I'm about to go look at the summary of like the Yeah, no, they scored they scored 14 of their points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. But they were down 35 to 7 at halftime. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That's Rivers, it, it it sucks because I always wanted the Chargers to come through and make it to a Super Bowl in the last several I guess in the last decade and a half or so with Rivers, but he just they just never could. I, yeah. I think it was one year they were fourteen and two. It's probably one of LT's last years. And I mean, I thought that was the year, but there there was like a whole stretch for the. A- I remember for like the AFC where like the Colts and the Chargers would both be like twelve and four and the best team in the conference, and they would all lose in the division round every time. There was that year where Don't also bring that up. I think they played in the wild card round. Darren Sproles scored an overtime game winning touchdown. Then there was there actually was uh let's see, um. I think it was 2009. The Chargers were 13 and three, and they lost in the wild card round, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know how they were in the wild card round, but <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Let's see. Wait, who would have? I guess the Bron. No, wait. They, they. Um. Uh, sorry, they were not in the wild card round. They were in the divisional round. And they okay. lost to. Did they lose to the Bengals? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Hold up. I was gonna say, uh, Wait, Bengals what? The Bengals haven't won a playoff game this, in, this, you know this in several decades. Hold up, they lost. That was Carson Palmer. Bengals. Oh, they lost to the Mark Sanchez New York Jets. J E T S. Jets. 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 Six overall seed. Not to mention, I mean, that honestly, Don't Pico, sleep Pico on that Mark Sanchez. Was watching Jets. that Jets team win by only scoring ten points, but their defense suffocated people, and Rex Ryan celebrating. The Hard Knocks, let's go get a snack. Rex Ryan, peak of of professional football. Rex Ryan, Scott, can't wait. Yeah, can't. Oh, my gosh. And then they lost in the championship game twice in a row. Rip the Jets, man. Uh-uh-uh. Well. This is devolved quickly. I again. guess, I, I mean, honestly, I was on social media the whole time. Wasn't yeah, paying no, attention. I respect that. Let's go ahead and head to a quick commercial break, and we come back. Let's get into some actual football. 
the XFL. Oh my Extreme yeah. football. Yeah. For the love of the game. For the love of the game. It'll be a lot of fun. You're watching. Let's hear your point here on WGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. And welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard and joining me in the studio is Alex Houston, Davis Carroll, and Jacob Hillman. As we are now turning our attention to the XFL. So let's get ready for the XFL. And, uh, you know, it was a fun weekend in the XFL. Did anybody watch the games? I watched a few of them. I didn't I watched, watch them all, though. I watched the Renegades game. I watched the I end watched, of the DC I watched Defenders some of that game. One. I watched them with Cardell Jones in it, whichever one that DC one was. DC Defenders. So I, I guess, honestly, we should just start with the beginning and talk about that D.C. Defenders versus Seattle game. So who all watched that? I watched some I of watched it, not the, the whole thing. It. You watched the end of it? Okay, I mean, I guess we'll, let's talk about it like this. Do you Did you enjoy watching what you watched? That one more than the Renegades game. The Renegades game was tough. See, the issue with that, there wasn't a lot of scoring. But yeah. I, I think I think that's gonna change as the few weeks go by, because teams, teams will yeah teams will start getting figuring out. I mean now obviously the 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 Wildcats, the LA Wildcats, their defense so bad, stood no chance that they fired their defensive coordinator already. Wait, what? The yeah. Wildcats have fired their defensive coordinator two days after the first game. That's dang. The Wildcats are the Redskins, of the XFL. <laughs> <laughs> We're now getting to this point. Yes. This is how I can berate you even outside the NFL season. Why Why must you? What have I ever done to you, Jared? Exist. <laughs> Ow. You're going to make him cry, it Jared. Could it could be worse, Jared. No. Does everybody have a favorite XFL team? I'm the Renegades. Yeah. Renegades? I was going Renegades. I Renegades. mean, I, I, I'm hesitant to go with the Defenders because if another Washington sports team wins a championship, I'm going to lose. You can it. go for the Defenders. I mean, No, but right? if, they, if they win... And then the Nationals, and then the Capitals, and I'm just sitting here as a Redskins fan drafting Chase Young. I'm gonna lose it. Look, because you like all the teams in the area, I say go with Defenders. Yeah, I think they're good. I don't like all the teams. He only likes one of them. I will uh, say, I really don't. I, I just, I don't. He's know. not a Wizards fan. How? I mean, who would be? He's a not a Nationals fan. Hey, Ovechkin's a beast though. So go you're Cavs. not even a fan of any NBA team though. Well, we need. You got to claim. One. I'm a Mavs fan. We talked about this. And then I say that and you're like, actually, I'm not. No, because then, because then, anytime I talk about the Mavs, you're like, oh, you're biased. You can't say anything. And it's like, why? Why would you say that? Well, Meanwhile, we, you think Giannis is the goat of three point shooting. Apparently, when we did I say that? You said that. We need you to. We need you to pick a team though. Yeah, I'll, I'll take. I'll take the defenders. Take the defenders. They're one to know, so I'm bandwagon. Boo. Right. That's fair. That's fair. Me and Jacob, true fans. My uh, Battle Hawks, big game, big win over the Renegades. You should have known Dallas teams, they don't do well yeah. in See, important games. So I'm pulling for the Renegades because of Cameron's. Yeah, that's basically yeah. it, too. Who didn't get as many carries as I thought he would. Yeah. All yeah. right, I'm looking at the stats, and it says he has six yards, but I swear he had like a 20-yard run. I thought he did, too. <laughs> and uh, I got I. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe it was one. Maybe it was a swing pass, and I looked up at like after he caught the ball. But overall, did we like the product we saw on the field? Most of it, yeah. Wait a minute, is Jamel president on the St. Louis Battlehawks? 
I don't know. Because Cameron Hart's paying rush left tackle to St. Louis 9 for 6 yards, Jamel President. He might be. You know, that's what it was. He had a 20-yard run, but he got called back for holding. That's what uh, it was. I mean, I, th- I liked it, but, I, you know, the more I w- think about it, the more I'm reminded of the fact that it's not nearly as easy to start a league now as it was years ago. Yes, because, I mean, everybody, like, everybody always talks about why a certain league hasn't reached the NFL, but the NFL started when there was no TV deals, no anything, and they, the expenses versus the profit was, I mean, it was unbelievably different because, again, they the jerseys and the helmets and nothing, they, they didn't really pay for anything, so they were able to just build that and then progressively build the brand. Now... The XFL is having to start with national TV deals on ABC, Fox, ESPN. They're having to pay for a lot of things involving just the pro- the product and how it looks on the field and off the field on TV and whatnot. And the, the only reason I give this one a bit of a chance is because it's backed by a very wealthy yeah. businessman who is a genius of, I mean, I don't know how he has kept the WWE on air. I sh- for 30 years, including they just signed a new TV deal, even though the product is not great. So with Vince behind it, this is probably the best chance we've had at a league lasting since, I would say, the USFL, which had a good run. But the U- you can, I was about to say about the USFL, you can make the same comparison there. They had a big backer with a lot of money that is business savvy, and what happened there? That's true, but there's a difference between business savvy and then entertainment business savvy. Because I know who you're talking. I'm just saying talking. Donald Trump's a lot no, richer than but Vince he, McMahon. He also decided to go one on one with the NFL on Sundays. That's and, true. But I and just Vince feel like- has shown, despite how bad the product may be in regards to what is happening with professional wrestling, whatever you want to say about that, he has kept them on the air for thirty I have years. Opinions. And they have made millions upon millions of dollars. They have got the country of Saudi Arabia to pay them three million dollars a year to have a show there that they don't make any money on because they aired it three in the afternoon, but they still make $3 million because the country pays for it. I mean, this dude has made deals after deals, which is why I think the XFL is a good chance because they've got a guy that knows what he's doing, plus a guy who's learned from his mistakes and is not running as ridiculously hands-on as he did with the original XFL incarnation, which we know failed. I do think that the TV deals this go-around, like the AAF last year, the TV deals were kind of trash. Again, the CBS Sports is bad. I, I I couldn't watch it. This is and it's got Nobody familiar. Could. This this one has familiar commentators as yeah, well. Like yeah, we know. I mean, who doesn't want to Pat McAfee? To Pat McAfee. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Who, who doesn't want to do that, that? That punt that the guy boxes into the end zone and he, he McAfee was getting so excited when that thing spun on the one yard line backed up. I mean, that, that was just hilarious. And then he, he said, "What is he doing?" That reaction was gold, and that's what I'm here for. And for him to go over on the bench and ask him, "What were you thinking?" And he actually, like, you got to get answers. Like, I thought he touched it, so. Getting McAfee before he you know, makes it big, I mean, he could become that guy. That, I mean, I think what the XFL also needs is, you know, every sport is these guys are, like, synonymous with, I mean, on commentary. Because when you're watching on TV, you listen to the guys. I mean, I don't know about with college football. I mean, everybody thinks of Kirk, Herbstreit. I mean, and everybody thinks of course. So I think the XFL needs that sort of personality. And, I mean, McAfee could be that guy because he's sort of the up-and-coming star that has not become any one particular thing for ESPN You know yet. who I need on a Fox game to do play-by-play? I named my boy Gus Johnson. That's facts. I was going to say. Gus it's, is the, the best. The issue is, are you going to take him away from college basketball? Hell I don't, no. I don't yeah, that, to, that's no. true. Absolutely not. When, when's, when's the championship? Gus is the best play-by-play guy in all sports, so you wish you could do everything, but he is can't. It, is it like Joe Davis doing it? For Fox? Yeah. I don't know. Who, who else? There's, there's got to be two teams, right? Here. I know Tom Hart's doing it on ESPN. Yeah. I can't remember. 
But here's the thing. The XFL Championship, dang, it's on ESPN. Why are you going to say, dude? It's soon. Bringing the big well, guns? Actually, you probably could bring Guess not if it was on Fox. Because I'm about to say they might bring on, the- on April 18th. I don't know where the Final Four and basketball is at at that moment, right? I don't I don't know the tournament details. Yeah. Well, Fox doesn't do the Final Four. And stuff. It's C- it's CBS because it's always oh, yeah, Gus right. isn't on. He so, unfortunately Gus is not with CBS anymore. So he could do the Fox semifinal game on April 18th on Saturday. Then again, I think we need to remember that we're trusting Fox with this, and the amount of times I've seen them put Gus on the worst Big Ten game on Saturdays makes me really question if they they want what's best for the people. Because I mean, let's face facts. I mean, Gus is here. Yeah, here you I'm reading the uh, New York Post article, and it says Fox had interest in Gus Johnson doing the games, according to sources, but it did not work out in large part because it would conflict with Johnson's college basketball schedule. That's fair. Oh, so it's, it's Kurt Menefee and Joel Klatt as their top team. And, that, uh, that's not a bad now, team when, when basketball ends, that means that there might be a door open, right? But they're not gonna. They don't want to. They probably don't want to change again because what they want to do is they want to be able to have these teams that people remember. You know, they want to have everybody loves Gus. Everybody does love Gus, but they've got to establish their own people because I think that's a big thing is that they can't be riding the coattails of other people's success. That's the one thing that's going to save a new league is you've got to become independent. Oh, wait, know? I, I have one. I was just waiting to get in there. Wait, actually, y'all are still talking about this. I don't know. What, what and uh, just, just just go. Okay, I was going to say, the XFL is promising, and I think, like, the moment they need, like, this certain moment to, like, really take off, and it's for, like, a big-name player to choose them over the NFL, like how Herschel Walker did with the USFL. And Marino did that, right? No, wait, who, no which, which quarterback picked the USFL? Was it Marino? Jim Kelly. No, it was Kelly. That's, that's who it was. Okay. Well, here, here's the thing. Nobody in their sane mind will pick the XFL over. Oh, but hear, hear me out. I'm not. I doubt that, people will, but it, one person eventually, one big person will, eventually, because the thing is, yeah. Wait, I'm talking. <laughs> He's talking. Because if you're that good in the NFL, you're gonna probably be middle of the pack, maybe top of the pack. But if you go to the XFL, you are tried and true best player there, MVP, like favorite right there. Now, I, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I think that the big thing that could be is. Could be guys that get kicked out of the league, but not Antonio Brown level of where his PR is a nightmare. More like Josh Gordon situation where it happens, and people, but people don't really hate Josh Gordon because of it, you know. Yeah. And I think it's also going to be those guys that are college stars that are not going to make it. Like, um, look back. Kellen Moore is a great example. A couple of years. Oh. Uh, Kellen Moore. I mean, he was a college football yeah. darling, and, and everybody somehow, loved him. He was a star. Somehow the Cowboys have gotten into no, the yeah. conversation. He, he didn't. He didn't make it in the NFL. But a guy like that from a uh, group of five school that's not going to make it in the NFL, going to the XFL and being a star, which we know Kellen Moore would have, because he was a beast. That's the kind of thing that now, in a few years. Kellen Moore's I, top five left-handed quarterback all time. I agree. But well, I, you did when I said that event, uh, originally. We had, we had a debate, about, and, and then we did our research. But I think that those kind of Thank moves, you. you know, like uh, Case Keenum, who set all those passing records with Houston a million years ago, guys, uh, the guy from Hawaii, Colt Brennan, guys like that that are not going to make it in the NFL, choosing the XFL could be what keeps this league very relevant in the future. Well, I think that you get like Nick Fitzgerald and Jordan Tamu. They're playing exactly. for the Battlehawks. I mean, I don't know if they're playing well, but 
I would Jordan, I mean, say that. But well, like let me a re- lot of a lot of college stars, I think that are not going to make it in the pros. Tamu made some plays, and it was exciting to watch. Jordan Tamu was uh, nine rushes, seventy-seven yards. Jeez. Longest is thirty-seven, and he was twenty for twenty-seven for two hundred nine yards and one touchdown, no interceptions. It's not bad. But yeah. well, now it will be interesting to see where the XFL is at as all these as it goes side by side with college. You know what I'm saying, right? Because that interesting fact of group of five schools, and not only that, but SES. Uh, yeah. Right? Exactly, actually, yeah. I was going to ask, do we know the XFL's stance on um, players from high school? What if a player from high school who was really touted? I feel like that's not. Like, that won't be a thing. Would the XFL ever reach a level? This is 15, 20 years down the road we're talking here. So this is like oh well, if it makes it that far, absolutely. If that man, if it goes that far, we're talking minor leagues for for NFL. So do do we think there there will be a moment where it won't make it that long? In my opinion, here's hoping Birmingham Iron make a return next year. XFL football game. I, I liked your idea of um of them merging leagues. Yeah, Ex- expansion. It, what what should happen is this is what should happen. It shouldn't happen anytime soon. They gotta wait till they get their feet set right, but. Because I believe, and somebody looked this up, somebody Google this, the XFL bought the assets from the AAF, didn't they? Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're talking about. I think I remember now, that I don't know. I don't know if they owned the actual teams, but they, they bought something from the AAF. They made sure that they couldn't make a return, I think. Pretty much. Uh, what needs to happen is that the XFL brings the AAF back, and that's the two conferences. It's now you wouldn't call it XFL and AAF, but you would you, you know one side is the original XFL with those eight teams, and that's like the Eastern Conference or whatever conference you want to make it, and then the other side is all the AAF teams, and that's a conference. So that that would be cool. I didn't even know this, but did you know that the guy who was in, like running the AAF also ran the initial XFL? Yeah, he's ran two failed leagues. So the, the the whole thing was, and I don't know if this is true or not. But Vincent Mann and Homeboy, because I don't forgot his name, they were in the original XFL. Charlie Ebersol, Ebersol. He was yeah. the, he's the hurt the Carolina hockey team owner, right? So I think so. that's Tom Dudon. Oh, you're right. Yeah, um, they ran it together, and then they I guess they had a falling out, and that's when the two leagues split. The AAF was ran by Homeboy, and XFL by Vincent Mann, because they had a falling out, and ah. that's what that's what happened. Okay, that I, I did not know that. I just thought it was people trying to start up leagues, but I mean, but if if the if the AF teams could make a comeback and that was you know a sixteen team league, one was one side of the conference, one was the other side. I think that'd be fun. The thing that the XFL needs to make, make a team needs to make sure it does is it needs to make sure it does not get too big for it very quickly yeah. because um I mean the Arena Football League failed because at one point it had I think twenty teams, which is it did. It's that's too big, and it got too big, and then it collapsed in on itself. In 2007, it peaked out. I think 20 plus teams. They had, a, they had a video game. They did. They and we we have that game. What game? The arena. Football oh yeah, we game do on but our we broken play PlayStation it. Two. But anyway, um, I think that that's the key. Is that I like the conference idea, but keep it because then you with when you're dealing with second tier talent, you're already looking for talent. So if you get too many teams, you get a dilution of talent, and then you get a bunch of very bad teams with some good teams, which is what happened with the a- with the AFL. That one team in Tampa won like three straight 
and nobody else did, and it was just not very competitive. So if the XFL maybe keeps it under 16 teams in total, I think that could work. But again, the AF started out good, and then it collapsed within a couple of months. Because they ran out of money. It, well, again, XFL's not going to run out of money because Vince has all the money, but still, I mean, you know, they got 3.3 million viewers for on average for their opening game. I think that is... But decent. that's going to go down next week. It, it is going to go down, but I think if you keep it above... Two million, I think you're dealing with good numbers. Yeah. And as long as the product doesn't take a significant downward stretch, I mean, as long as the only thing that's bad about the XFL is that it's different than the NFL, then I think that's perfect. But as long as they don't have, you know, bad th- other I, bad things occur, I think, I think, pe- I think people are going to like the fact that it didn't seem bogged down by commercials. I, that is true. I will say that. And I saw a lot of people like the new kickoff. The yeah. kickoff is cool because it encourages it and is not more dangerous. That that Being a lot sport. a lot of people were very very um, supportive of the kickoff. I saw. Now, I like it. The, I do too. Now I, the punting rules kind of get me, but it's whatever. What was the punting rule again? It's like you can't put it out of bounds, pretty much. Yeah, because then it puts it on the thirty-five. Yeah, and if you get a touchback, it's your own forty-five. They go to. I, I don't think so. I think that's a, like a touchback on a punt. Yeah. Well, I remember. No, it's it's still I think twenty. It's, I think it's the twenty. Still I think I think, it was far, I think it was like thirty-five. Because I swear he not when the because that, that clip when he ran into it. That I thought it was at the twenty. Maybe, they said like he go to the thirty-five. Maybe I, I just swear. overlooked. It. Maybe I just overlooked. I like it. that punting out of bounds rule because that's that that's an easy way to encourage more excitement, forcing the punt to good returners. I also do like in the final two minutes, even if you don't get a first down, the ball stop the clock stops until they set the ball. Yeah. And then on top of that, they have an owner free that all he does is set the ball, and he has a red hat. Yes, yeah, the That's best awesome. thing though is by far I think the uh, Xbox controller on the replay. Reviews, yeah, that was that was some art right and there. And the 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 calms between the referee and the sky judge. Yeah, we got a little bit of that with the AAF last year. And that was good. And I, I think it was funny because yeah. the first one I saw with DC and Seattle was they weren't sure if Seattle got a first down, so they went to go review it, and the referee was like. All right, he was down at the four and a half, and this guy joked like, "No, he was down at the three and a half. That's gonna be a first down." And the referee was like, "All right, we're gonna put it at three and a half. First down." And Sky Joe was just like, "Yeah." And then this guy judge went to go say something else, but the referee just cut him off and said, first down." <laughs> oh, <Lord>. <laughs> <laughs> just like, "Okay." And then uh, Jim Zorn, with with his uh, mic being broadcast to national television, proceeds to cover up his mouth as he says the play yeah. on air in front of three. I don't, people. I don't, <laughs> I don't like how you can hear the plays. I think it's fine as long as like because TV's on a delay, so it's not like the defense would figure out what's going. No, on. No, I know that, but like. You can just have someone from your organization watch the game because it's public knowledge now. You write down the play, and then next time you play them, you know their play. Let's be real, though. Let's be real. Uh, whether or not the defense knows Jim Zorn's play call, it's not like it's going to be very effective. <laughs> I'm just saying, broadcasting your plays is not very smart. Well, yeah, but hiring Jim Zorn is not very smart. So, no. Well, with that, we're going to head to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we'll finish up the extra point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. I'm Tiffany. I have some tips for you on how to quit smoking like I did. First, I did some reading about it. I found a lot of great advice on how to quit smoking and picked out the ways I thought would work best for me. I started by setting a quit date. Then I threw out my ashtrays, lighters, and matches. I did other things, too, like exercising more, and it worked. But I'd still get cravings. 
especially on long car rides. To help me with that, I put a picture of my mother in my car. She died of lung cancer from smoking cigarettes when I was only 16. Now I have a 16-year-old daughter. That picture of my mother reminds me that I don't want to miss all the things my daughter is going to do in her life, including turning 17. You can quit. For free help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. And welcome back to the Extra Point here on WEGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard joining me in the studio is Alex Eugene Davis Carroll and Jacob Hillman. As we only have a couple minutes left in the show, it's been a fun one. We've talked about, I feel like we talked about everything that we could. Yeah. I mean, literally everything that we yeah. could. Um, but let's go ahead and end it with this kind of news right here. So if you weren't with us in the beginning of the show, uh, the extra point, which if you sat through this whole show, you kind of know the characters that we are. <laughs> uh, and if you go to the Monday, Wednesday show, they're even more characters. But uh, your favorite personalities on extra point. We decided that we want to stop talking basketball and actually play basketball because we talk a big game. But can we actually back it up? And you're probably wondering to yourself, can they actually back it up? Well, you'll be able to find out in just a couple of short weeks when the live video broadcast of the first ever Extra Point All-Star Game happens. Now, what does that mean exactly? Well, we're taking everybody from myself to Jacob Davis, Alex, to Carter Bird, Devin Foreman, Jack Hart, to others such as Bay Marks, Javon Cutler, everybody who's been involved with the show. And we are going to just get together and do a big old basketball game between each other. And the captains are voted on by peers, not by peers, but viewers and listeners as well. And so the poll went out initially internally to Weagle. So a lot of the Weagle people here at the radio station have voted in the poll already. We're up to over 150 votes already in this poll. So <laughs> it's still in the lead, Jared. It's still something. Do, I, do we, I have another vote? We, we, we have it right here. Um, and so I'll tell you in a second. Ah. Uh. <laughs> But what's happening is the top two vote-getters will be captains, just like in the NBA All-Star game. And then after that, they will draft their own team. And then that game will be played uh, at some point within the next couple of weeks, a live video broadcast with commentary and all, just to see if we can actually play basketball. So, Well, okay, some of us know we can't play basketball. So with uh, the numbers in, we're going to give you an update on the numbers currently. So, the way things are going right now, Alex, I'll go ahead and tell you, you are at still one vote. God! <laughs> oh, man, Alex has one vote. What the heck? Who was it? You. It's probably you. No, it wasn't. I voted for JP and Carter, so no. Davis is at one vote as well. That was definitely you, Davis. Says and who? Says you! Uh, I don't remember that. Oh, my God. And Jacob for that one vote. Whoa! Yeah. Hey, let's go! I'm ready to be sitting on the bench cheering on my team. You be the water boy, Jacob. Me and you, you like, I'm just gonna be like the. You can be the coach. Oh lord, I was about to honestly compare myself to the, tick, the Auburn bench TikTok. 
<laughs> if Jacob's on the bench and it's five on five, I feel like I would help my team by also going on the bench. They would have a better chance with just four players than with me as the fifth. So, coming in first, still in first, with 31 votes, is myself, who will be captain number one of the first team. The second captain, surging back into second place, is J.P. Williams. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> At 26 votes. How many bots does he have? <laughs> 26 votes for J.P. Williams. Devin Foreman is in third place with 24 votes. And Carter Bird in fourth place with 19 votes. So, even with how Devin surged from nothing to greatness, he's still coming in third place. How many votes do you have, Jared? 31. Dang. How many times Big you numbers, I mean, so. I'm pretty. I mean, <laughs> how, how many different accounts do you use to vote for yourself? Seven you can minutes. use the same one over and over again. I'll say it's unlimited. Yeah, it's unlimited. Oh, voting. really? Oh. Yeah. It's like unlimited minutes. On your so, phone. You know, if you just really, really want to be a captain, Alex, you can be a captain. I feel like I should. For this, for the sake of the game, I should. I for the love of the game. There was, there was no way for me to actually do it correctly. I mean, I could limit it by email address, but I feel like that's way too much. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was just like, you know what? Let's just let it be unlimited and let's just let it be goofy. So we're just going to let it be good. I need, I need a win, okay? So and, and I saw JP just walk in right now. So that's captain number two currently. The bot. And I get to make a surprising announcement considering this All-Star game. What you guys don't know is that obviously we have an uneven number of people. So that means we are also inviting a couple people back to be in the draft pool for oh. the All-Star game. Oh, God. Which means I can't announce that we have extended offers to former Extra Point host Brooks Childress, <laughs> who, depending on certain situations, will be in the All-Star game, and former 2018 WEGL station manager this one. Noah Gardner has also been extended an invite. Wouldn't that make it 13 then? Which would still be... Yeah, but see, you don't know we have other people also oh, waiting. Okay. That will be announced later. So there are surprise entrants being named into the All Star game each week. Mm. And those are the first two. Dang. Yeah. So you guys didn't know about that part. So and now you now, don't know, now, now you don't know who's gonna be. Now there. instead of being the last pick out of eleven, I'm gonna be the last pick out of fifteen. Let's go. I, I still think I'll be the last pick, just because you're taller. That's okay, maybe. But uh I can tell you that Devin Foreman uh has been asked to create the custom shirts for each team. Yeah. So we're trying to be official here. At least I get a shirt out of this. That's the one positive, I guess. And you're going to pay for it. What? Yeah. Mm. What do you do? Is this a charity? Um, Maybe. No. But that's going to do it for the show today. Thank you, Alex, for joining on the show and Davis from the bench Thursdays at 7, right? Thursdays at 7 to 9? Sounds good. Yeah. Sometimes. Maybe. So. Depends. Weather last week. Kept us in, but, you know, we'll be back. That's true. And the scoreboard, Thursdays at 4 o'clock with Bay Marks. And Jacob Hillman. Well, no, it's just. I kind of did the point. I kind of felt. As you didn't say yeah, name. I, I probably should have said it. Oh, yeah. come on, Jared. Yeah. With, with, with Bay Marks and Jacob Hillman, that's Thursdays at 4. But thank you guys for watching and listening to Extra Point here on WEGL 91.1 FM.